Hello there. Welcome to The Writing Cabin with Tara Benner. I'm author Tara Benner, and this is my cabin. We all need to escape into story from time to time, and it's an especially cold and snowy day here in Colorado, so it's a perfect day to come sit by the fire, have a nice hot cup of cocoa, and talk about books. Now, before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to thank my newest patron, Letitia. Letitia, you are awesome. Welcome to the Patreon family. I'm so happy to have you. There's a special chair reserved just for you in my cabin. If you listeners would like to join our Patreon family, you can support me and my work starting at just $2 a month. I create a brand new short story or another piece of fiction for my patrons every single month over at Terabender Labs. I also produce a monthly video diary and patrons get each new release early. So that's an extra little incentive to become a patron. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Tara Benner Labs. Now, this week's featured book is Lawless. This is the first book in my series, The Lawless Saga, and it is free right now everywhere books are sold. So this is a dystopian story. Um, the main character is named Lark. And basically when Lark is sentenced to a 25 year prison sentence, she thinks that she's kind of had a lucky break when she is sent to serve out her sentence in San Judas. San Judas is the 16,000 acre community in rural New Mexico. There are no cells, there are no wardens. There is just Mother Mercy who kind of leads the colony with an iron fist. Lark didn't realize when she came there that she'd be fighting for her survival on a daily basis. Her only friend is Bernie, who is this off-the-rails environmental activist doing time for arson. And she also has made friends with a mysterious stranger who is sending her messages from the men's colony. Lark doesn't think that there's any way to escape San Judas until she gets a mysterious message in a bottle and learns that the guards outside the prison are disappearing and the world is coming to an end. So again, that is Lawless and it is free wherever books are sold. I will put a link to that down in the show notes. So first up, it's time for my little life update. Um, <laughs> for those of you listening at home, my baby is still not sleeping in his crib, um, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't need sleep. Sleep is overrated. Um, the thing that's been getting me through is might surprise some of you if you listened to the show a few weeks ago where I complained about my addiction to Instagram. What's been getting me through is uh, TikTok. Yeah. So <laughs> full disclosure, I always said I would never be on TikTok. I did not consider myself a kind of TikTok type person. <laughs> But a lot of my author friends have been telling me that I should be on TikTok and they have been, you know, meeting all these great new readers and making connections with other authors. And so I thought, why not? I'll try it. So I downloaded the app and I kind of started watching some TikToks and making my own. And let me tell you, it's addictive. Uh, <laughs> it's very addictive, but it's also a really fun place to be. Um, it's not just people dancing and lip syncing and doing funny pranks. There's anything and everything you could ever imagine and things that you couldn't possibly ever imagine on TikTok. I don't know how their algorithm works, but 
like every time you swipe, it's, it's something new and it's something that's kind of surprising and interesting. Um, a lot of times really funny. And so honestly, I can't recommend TikTok if you have other things that are pressing in your life that you really need to be doing <laughs> because it is kind of a time suck. But if you want to check it out, there's a really fun community of book lovers and authors on there. I am at author Tara Benner on TikTok. So you can follow me if you would like. That's kind of been consuming my life this week. Um, as far as a writing update goes, I am working on a brand new novella for you guys. I'm really excited about it. This is going to be the prequel to Ether Witch, but unlike Blood Ties, this is from Fiona's perspective. And I kind of decided to do this on a whim because I need to create a short story for my patrons this month, but I had this idea burning in my mind about a more in-depth origin story, kind of how the sisters came to be living in the Grimes household after they had gone off into the world. And I'd already written a short story about how they opened the apothecary and kind of where Smudge came from. But I had this idea about Fiona meeting a ghost in the house after her parents die and kind of everything that ensues after that. And so I set myself a challenge because I'm still in the midst of writing Warrior Witch book six in the Witch's Mountain Shadow series. And I don't really like to take a big break when I'm writing a first draft. So I only gave myself four days to write the novella which I had planned to be around 21,000 words or seven chapters. And honestly, it's turned out to be kind of a bigger project than I thought, but it's been so much fun because I've gotten to dig into Fiona's lineage, going back to her great-great-grandmother, so all the women on her mom's side who were witches. And uh, her great-great-grandmother's name is Loretta. And the ghost she meets is this guy, Cornelius. And of course, I can't ever make anything easy on myself. So instead of making him sort of a more modern ghost from America, of course, I had to go make him be from Liverpool. And he is from like 1890. So he was doing some gold mining in Cripple Creek in Colorado at that time. And so he's got this Liverpool scoose accent that's really hard to write out when you're typing and I had to do a bunch of research but it turned out to be fantastic because not only did I really get to dig into Fiona's family history and the history of the Grimes house but it's gonna answer kind of this box that I had opened up earlier on in the series and it brings everything really nicely full circle um and you won't even know how nicely full circle everything comes until you read the spinoff series that I'm going to write because Jinx is in this one and there's an element of prophecy or predicting the future and the Grimes family home is very important to this future, the future of, you know, the Grimes family, but also to Mountain Shadow and humanity as a whole. Um, and there's one point, I think it was book three where Fiona and Jinx are having a conversation and Jinx says something to the effect of your house has its own motives. And I never really understood what that meant, but I wanted to answer that question before the series wrapped up. And even as I did my 
book six outline, I'm like, I still don't really fully understand what this means. Like I know how the house comes into play in book six, but I don't really understand what it could want. It being the house itself and the house representing kind of the whole Grimes family. Well, not the Grimes, but um, her mother's side. Her mother has a different maiden name that I haven't made up yet. But uh, <laughs> so basically this prequel kind of answers that question and why the house exists, why it's so important that the Grimes family stay in Mountain Shadow. And I'm really excited for you to read it. Of course, I just gave that huge tease for it, but I'm only going to be releasing the first part to my patrons on February 1st. The second part will come probably March 1st because I'm not going to have a ton of time this month to edit the whole thing. Uh, I'm just going to do a rough edit on probably the first half, but that first half will be available to you if you're a patron. I'm really excited about it. It's fantastic. As I said, I am still in the process of writing the first draft of Warrior Witch. My goal is to finish that up by the middle of February. I'm not entirely sure that I'm going to make my goal, um, but one side benefit of taking a diver uh, <laughs> of taking a break to write um, the novella is that it kind of pushed me to write faster, and I've been getting a lot of words on the page every day. So I think when I go back to write Warrior Witch, I'll be writing a lot faster and my ideas will be flowing a lot better. Um, and so maybe I will make my goal. We'll see. Um, I am still working on getting Blood Ties, the prequel from Gabriel's perspective, recorded because I want to release that as a free podcast. Um, but I had recorded the first two episodes and to be perfectly honest, the sound quality was just not up to my standards. And so I'm going to be making some changes to my recording space over the next couple weeks. And once I get that to a place where I'm happy with it, I will start recording those chapters, re-recording the ones I have done and continuing to record. That'll also be kind of beneficial to you if you listen to the podcast. The sound quality should improve there as well. Um, the last thing that I have to mention as far as my writing goes is that... The Fringe, my other dystopian series, will be going wide to all the other platforms. So that's kind of a big deal because if you read on Nook or iBooks or Google, you will be able to download that entire series directly from your retailer of choice. Um, the only downside is that it cannot be available in Kindle Unlimited if it's wide. So if you're new to that series, if you're in the middle of that series, Go to Kindle Unlimited and borrow all the books now, because if you have them in your Kindle Unlimited library, you will still be able to read those as part of your membership, even when I pull them out of the program. And so that won't affect you, um, but do make sure you borrow those now so you can continue to read with your membership, because once I decide to take them wide, they will no longer be available in Kindle Unlimited. So that's something exciting. I haven't officially announced it yet because... I've been a little bit scared to pull the trigger, but I'm going to be announcing it, if not today, maybe tomorrow. So get them while you can in KU. Okay, I believe that's it for my writing updates. We'll move on to what I'm reading this week. 
And this week, I'm actually listening to the audio version of Outcast by Lindsay Sparks. This is the second book in her Cat Dubois Chronicles. I just finished Inkwitch, book one. I really, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to read. And I'll be posting my full review of Inkwitch on my TikTok probably sometime this weekend, so you can check that out if you do TikTok. I am thinking a little bit about switching gears to read Voyager, which is the third book in the Outlander series by Diane Galbanon, only because the sixth season of Outlander is coming out in March, and I had this idea that it might be really cool to be caught up with the books, but you guys, those Outlander books are long. I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch up, even if I listen to the audiobooks, so we'll see. I might just stick with the Cat Dubois Chronicles and be surprised by the TV show. That about wraps up for this week, but before we go, let's check our mailbox. Now, of course, I'm only getting mail digitally, but I want you to pretend that I'm going out to my mailbox in the snow, crunch, 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 and getting a physical letter out of the mailbox. So this week we have a question from Jay in Portland, and Jay writes, why are witches the only ones in your books with supernatural speed or strength? Hunters are faster and stronger and have supernatural hearing, night vision, etc., but witches don't, question mark. Hunters also have the power of suggestion. Your vampires have mind-controlled immortality. Werewolves are super strong and fast and hard to kill. Okay, yes. Thank you, Jay. You are right. And so I'm guessing the, the subtext of your question is, why are the witches, like, so lame with their lack of other supernatural abilities? Um, you would think that they would have all those abilities, right? Um, but the powers that you mention are all related to these creatures' function in the world. So in the world I've created, the werewolves and the vampires are your natural predators, kind of at the top of the food chain. So they're going to have attributes that make them excellent at hunting and killing, or in vampire's case, just drinking from their prey. This is offset by their weaknesses. Vampires can't go out in the daytime, so they can't run amok and just drink from everybody all the time. Werewolves have a forced change every month and a virus that makes them vulnerable to death. Um, hunters have a lot of these same abilities like speed and strength because hunters are the ones who balance the scales and keep the supernaturals under control. Witches' function in nature is a little bit different. They are also there to help maintain the balance, which they accomplish through working the elements, but hunters' job is to keep the supernaturals in check, but witches' main role is to keep mortals in check, or rather restore balance as mortals throw things out of balance, right? With climate change and um, forest fires and tsunamis and all that. I will point out that hunters need mundane weapons like guns and knives and stakes and silver bullets. Witches don't need any of those weapons. Fiona can make the wind her weapon or she can create a small isolated earthquake. She can even use the ether as a weapon. So in that way, she's kind of more powerful within herself. So they all have kind of their strengths and weaknesses. Those are just different based on their function in the world that I've created. I hope that answers your question, Jay. Thank you so much for sending it in. 
Listeners, if you have any burning questions you'd like for me to answer on the podcast, you can send your letters to tarabenner at gmail.com. You can also post them on my Facebook page, my Instagram page, or even my TikTok. I am at author Tara Venner on all those platforms, or you can post them in our secret reader group on Facebook. That's Tara Benner's Reader Revolution. Just answer the two membership questions and I will approve you. That's all I have for you this week, but feel free to stay in my cabin as long as you like. We can drink all the hot cocoa. You can crack open a good book, hopefully one of mine, and have a wonderful weekend.